Hi, this is Brad Humphrey, and this is the podcast for finding and keeping our labor force. Today, we're joined by Lonnie Fritz and Jason Hurtis, both subject matter experts from Caterpillar. Guys, how are we doing? Good, sir. How are you? Be- doing well, Brad. Okay, good, Lonnie. Caught me. <laughs> hey, we are sponsored again by 4constructionpros.com and Caterpillar. So let's get right into today's topic. On the whole technology issue, one of the things that I thought would be interesting for us today, guys, is to see, obviously, everyone's labor is the biggest issue we've got. You ask any contractor, what's the number one problem? It's labor. They can't find them. Uh, We're short. We're still told we're short somewhere over a million workers in the industry. Um, This has really caused more than an upset stomach. A lot of of contractors are looking for ways to not even take more work on. They just don't have the people to, to complete the work. One of the things we know is important with the newer workforce coming, especially the younger workforce, and we've done a couple of podcasts in the past so people can go back and listen to them on the millennial generation. But one of the things we do know is technology is an attraction for many of our younger workers. Do you guys agree with that? Completely agree with that. I mean, it's shifting and it's shifting fast. You look at our industry years ago, Brad, I mean, it was open cabs and black smoke and you know, you had maybe a lawn chair for a seat and you look at where it is today, you know, those, the people coming into the industry, you know, mom and dad had a Lexus, they had a BMW, they had a Mercedes. So a lot of those creature comforts and smoother ride and better cabs and, you know, they they all grew up with an iPad. My girls went to high school, never carried a book. They carried an iPad everywhere. <laughs> they wild? Were, you know, and that's what this younger generation is used to and that's what they expect. And if it's something different than that, they're in my experience, are kind of out of their, their element. They don't really know what to do. Well, they're going to go find an industry that does have that, right? And complement, yep. you know, the skill set that they've been trained with since kindergarten. That's a good so. point, Lonnie. Yeah, so exactly to that point is, you know, today's Caterpillar machines, really, um, it relates to their day-to-day personal technology experience. You know, coming to work with a smartphone, they can jump into the cabs and see those touch displays, you know, the, the LCD displays with all the technology on these machines, the grade, the payload, the compact, the assist, the defense technology that we continue to bring to market every day. And those contractors that are adopting that technology and right. showing that they're on the cutting edge is where the younger workforce wants to be because most generally the device that's in their hand is on the cutting edge as well. It also, why do we bring all that technology to market is to help on productivity, efficiency, Absolutely. and profitability. So we know that there is a shortage of skilled labor out there. So the the day of the baby boomers really understanding the industry inside and out and how to most efficiently move the dirt, you know, grade the aggregate, pave the asphalt. Um, we don't necessarily have that skilled labor anymore because the industry is getting bigger, more vertically integrated. So we're not really grooming that next generation um, in smaller businesses and growing through the hierarchy of the industry. They're kind of entering in right in the middle of the industry and expected to know a lot more than maybe they're being educated and trained with. So that technology helps to knowledge or excuse me, helps to narrow that skill gap and helps to more automate some of those features for them and to help them go from a novice to more of an expert operator by taking away some of that functionality and responsibility of the inputs that they have to make. What are some of the the technical things that many of our pieces of equipment in, in Caterpillar, how does how could that be used to leverage to really attract some of the younger 
aged workers, whether they have a college degree or not. And that's what we're finding. And we still have a lot of kids that are not going to school or maybe they go to college and drop out after a year or two. And the construction has never been really an option for them. Suddenly now with this type of technology, I see the opportunities there is just, I mean, unlimited. Yeah. Like Lonnie mentioned, there's a lot of automation that's going into it. You know, auto blade features, auto rip features, um, you know, automatic boom controls, automatic bucket controls that take a lot of the repetitiveness out of it and automates that a lot for them. We've spent a lot of time and a lot of development in those areas. But again, you can't forget the creature comforts. Right. I mean, they expect air ride seats. They expect heated and cooled. You know, they, as Lonnie mentioned, they have a smartphone. They want to see their metrics live time because they're a competitive generation. You know, they want to know at the end of the day, you know, was I better than was I better than Jason or was I equal to? And if I wasn't better, what do I need to do to change to, to be better? So the offboard technology is playing just as hard as the onboard technology for the newer operators. Yeah, I agree. And Brad, if I may add there, I'd like to t- put a little twist in the conversation is some folks in the previous eras get a little sensitive to displacing technology, displacing the workforce. And I know we're focusing on the operator here a lot, but also technology really opens up a lot of opportunities for the incoming workforce, not only sitting in the seat, pulling the controls, but also research and development, maintenance, repair, the individuals that need to make the digital design files so that grade control system will work on the job site. So I just want to add that there's a lot of opportunity that technology brings that can be enticing to the newer workforce known currently today as the millennials and the expertise we need because all that technology experience and background that they bring that is inherent to them, it's very intuitive, it's second nature, is what the industry is crying out for. It's funny you're talking about this because I think you guys are spot on. I, I spoke at a, at a high school uh, just this past fall, and one of the interesting things was when I talked about construction, there was you know about half the group of kids were with me. Most of them weren't. But then when I started talking about some of the cool things, and I and I used a couple of examples with Caterpillar, some of the technology, all of a sudden you could see the kids that were a little bit sitting off by themselves my terminology, my generation, kind of nerdy. You know, you knew they were probably computer more computer-excited uh, kids. Then suddenly their eyes started coming up. They started hearing things that was more interesting to them. So I do think we, we can use it greatly to our advantage as, a, as an industry for that. Once we get them, how do we keep them in the, as, as one of the comments I've heard before, how do we keep their butts in the seat, right? Because retention is the name of the game. Contractors will tell you the dollars they're missing. I wrote, I wrote a book recently on, you know, the functions of a foreman for the first day, on a new employee's day, first week, first month, first quarter, first year. We have a strategy we have to put into place to help foremen even, because they're the ones that are making or breaking us. You guys are all both aware, you know, a lot of times people quit. They may not quit the company. They always say they quit their boss. So we got to do things to help those frontline leaders for sure. But how do we use technology to keep these more of these people in the seat longer? I think there's a numerous ways to do it. I mean, one of it is that the technology is new and exciting, especially in the construction industry. I mean, whether we like to hear it or not, we are behind automotive. You know, they're light years ahead of us in technology um, in the in the car space and the automotive space. But, you know, there's things that are coming all the time as far as the monitoring system and the ability to control and customize that individual machine for each operator. There's more and more onboard training. I mean, you can use that monitor right there to, to go to an operator training video or an application type video. 
So all of that's trying to keep them motivated and keep them in the seat and keep them with the contractor that they hired on to, not going to the guy down the street that has a little bit newer widget that's a little bit more exciting technology than than what his current employer has. Jason, what you're saying has more merit than even just our comments here. We know statistically a lot of things about this younger generation, and there's been some bad things published about them, which I don't think is fair because I don't think a lot of it. I think a lot of it's just a bunch of you know what. But but the point is is that we do know one thing that's fairly common: if the millennials are not being trained and educated, they won't stay with you very long. So, and, and when you think about that, good workers at any generation has always wanted, they've always wanted to learn. Mm-hmm. And this is no different for this generation. So I think what you're saying there to help keep them in the seat, so to speak, uh, we better be doing some development or we may have a, we may take a chance at keeping the wrong ones <laughs> and losing the right ones, right? Yeah, exactly. So some of the different literature I've read, Brad, and some of the studies, even millennials I've spoke to is they're an era, they're a society of engagement. They want to be engaged. They want to be heard. Mm-hmm. They want to <clears throat> feel embedded and ingrained right. in the industry and in the corporation they're working for. Um, they're, you mentioned training a little bit there. They're eager to understand everything within that widget. They've been immersed with right. information more That's than ever right. before. That's right. I experience it. I'm an old bald guy. I'm 43 and I have to- Over the hill, man. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> I, if the smart device won't do it, you know, how do I get from here to there? That's then I'm right. lost. That's so right. they have been immersed in that from the time that they've been born, you know, so they're wanting that full experience, that yeah. full understanding and all those features that we bring. And industry has been slow to adopt. Yeah. And what I'm also seeing in the customers <clears> that I've come into contact with and that I support is- this new generation, this next generation is really persuading and can be the driving factor in getting that contractor over the hump to adopt, to engage, to feel comfortable and to warm them up to technology and say, it's going to be okay. And they end up walking through the installation of the drones into the into that company. Yeah, I'm just smiling. Grade control. They're, so, not, they're not afraid. They're no, not they're not, a, are they? Yeah. And I'm I'm laughing. I'm smiling at you right now. People listening wouldn't be able to see this, but trust <laughs> me, I'm smiling at, at Lonnie because just last week I had a contractor from the Northwest called me and literally told me that a couple of his youngest employees have convinced him to go in another direction, including, by the way, I think we've had a podcast on this too, uh, the use of drones. And so, you know, so I know that it's having an impact. Let me, let me add something to this because I think it's very important. Obviously our military, we, we respect our military and our first responders. You know, a lot of these young people that are, and older people who are retiring or coming out of the military early, is that an option for us to use technology to go recruit some of these employees from that from that background? I, I think so. I mean, one, they're already a fairly disciplined individual and they're going to show up for work every day, which is part of the battle right. if you're a contractor. Two, they've, they've already been introduced to the technology. I mean, think of the technology that the military has compared yeah. to the commercial market. Sometimes it's some of the best some, of the world. Yeah. yeah. And Sometimes they it's, get it first. <laughs> they get it first. Yeah, there you go. You know, and, and so they have that work ethic and they're used to the technology and, and they're hard workers and they want to learn and they want to contribute. So... If I was a contractor, that would be one of the very first places I'd hang out is right off a military base. As soon as you're done, why don't you come talk to me and I'll see if I can get you a job. Yeah, I agree with that. Lonnie, there's another area that I think is important, especially if someone's been hurt on the job. A lot of times, some of your technology uh, that we have at Caterpillar might be easily uh, used by maybe an injured employee. 
Uh, you know, in the past, companies may have laid them laid them off or, or not laid them off, but maybe just not had them working. Now we can kind of someone that's maybe had a, a broken leg or a you know a sprained ankle can now be put on some other types of duties, including some of the technology that. Caterpillar provides, they might be able to run a piece of equipment and not necessarily have to have the use of walking necessarily uh, to be able to perform that that job. Yeah, absolutely. So under the Cat Connect suite of technologies, we have what we call command. So that's a remote control technology. Uh-huh. So an operator like you're mentioning or an individual can run, for example, a track type tractor, a, a dozer by sitting in a workstation, whether it be a trailer in the office and running more or excuse me, one or more um, track type tractors or dozers out in the field, um, again, while sitting behind a desk. So it's a great solution, um, not only to increase safety, pulling that operator out of the cab, out of the hazardous Mm -hmm. condition, but it also opens up to a greater employment opportunity and being able to tap into um, another resource being maybe the handicapped or the disabled. Isn't that awesome? I mean, what a great advantage. I don't mean, you know, speaking as a contractor, I'd be a little selfish about this, but it really is kind of a good PR. Not that you're only going to hire those in type of individuals, but you're not closing the door to those people either, where there's a lot of good talent there that, that uh, you know, could help us in so many areas of technology. Yeah, it gives them a good opportunity. It also allows you to, you know, if you have an operator that's been with you for 30, 40 years, you know, the knees are kind of sore, the back's not yeah. working right. right. You know, with the command, they can work with a brand new employee and pass on their, their experience and their tips and tricks you know, sit, as Lonnie mentioned, sitting in an office yeah. and make that younger operator just as efficient as the guy that was there for 30 years. Well, and you said the automotive industry, and and you're right, because I've worked in that industry as a consultant. It is amazing you go into some of the facilities that have literally reduced some of their headcount, but they still have people that are monitoring, whether it's joysticks, computers, that kind of thing. So there's always a need for that. I read an article a couple of years ago, about a year and a half ago, that you know there was a writer that made the comment basically that construction would someday be, you know, we build buildings without people. I don't know that we'll ever get to that, but I do know there's going to be a lot more equipment, and, and of course, Caterpillar's at the forefront of that in the construction industry. So, any last thoughts that you guys have? If, again, if you sat down with a contractor and you're looking at technology as, again, either a way to uh, recruit, use it as a, a draw to get our, our some of our, maybe some of our brighter kids in a lot of ways to, to a company uh, because of the technology and or a way to keep them longer. Any of the final thoughts on that? Any words of advice? Yeah, we're just, you know, as as the world is changing so rapidly, Brad, I just want to underscore a, an item I shared earlier, and that is, you know, fewer and fewer individuals are growing up within the industries, you know, working for the family business on the family farm. You know, some of my best operators when I was still in industry were farmers. They'd plant in the spring harvest in the fall and we had them all the rest of the time. They're hands-on, they're mechanical. So we do not necessarily have that luxury as much anymore. So the more that the industry and OEMs like ourselves being Caterpillar um, can drive awareness of all the great opportunities in the industry, um, which goes along with the machines, which mm-hmm. has always been an enticing part for me and the big yellow iron. Um, I think we'll continue to attract more and more skilled labor mm-hmm. and showing them that there's a lot of great opportunities out there. So I think it's really tapping into these different um, pools of employment and talent and to really help them uh, better their careers and their lives. Jason, anything you want to add? Yeah, I mean, technology has been around forever. It's coming harder and faster. I mean, our generation's fading out. The new generation's coming in. They're not afraid of it. They don't mind pushing buttons. They don't mind resetting screens. Yeah. I mean, they can be a huge asset, but you got to keep them. You got to keep them entertained, basically, 
throughout their their job cycle for sure. Yeah, you do. I, I close with one story. I have a, a client up in the upper Midwest, and uh, he made the comment that so many of the employees he did it. We did a survey of his own workforce. He's probably about 160, 180 employees, and and we did a survey. And a lot of these young people, mostly men, young guys, come from uh, more of an agricultural background. There's no doubt about that. But what's funny? So he started instead of going to schools to recruit. He's actually pretty bright about this. He wants to start attending some of these rodeos and farm shows and cattle shows that take, not just at state state shows, you know, during once a year during the summer, but at different times in these little towns will have these shows and set up a little tent there because he said this this is where our workers are coming from. Well, we did a little bit at this last fall, which was funny because some of the interesting questions that came from some of these kids from these farming areas still wanted to know, are you using computers with with your equipment. So, I mean, here, here, and in fact, he has a total station operation. He has a whole division of those kind of guys that go out and, you know, shooting grade and all that kind of stuff. That was the thing that most of these kids were most interested in because it had something to do with technology. So I think we're onto something. I think Caterpillar at the forefront of that is just in a great position uh, to really meet the future needs, even from employment. Well, we thank you so much for listening to us, this podcast guys, again, Lonnie and Jason, thank you for your guys' expertise on here. Hey, we hope you've been able to listen and take some of the principles away from this. And again, this podcast was sponsored by ForConstructionPros.com and Caterpillar. And by the way, for more information, Caterpillar is building a great archive of, of webinars. So you may want to check out their website for that. We're always interested if you want to come back and get some of the podcasts from the contractor's best friend. So this has been another good, successful podcast. Take the information you've learned, use it, put it to use, go out and make some money. Have a great day. For more information on this podcast and others that may be quite helpful to you, be sure to go to forconstructionpros.com and check out the Profit Matters channel, sponsored by Caterpillar.